welcome back to FPL Rebound Game Week 2 preview podcast. Firstly, uh, thanks to everyone for their feedbacks, suggestions uh, from the Game Week 1 review podcast. It's really encouraging to see that you like the content I create. I look forward to improving these in the coming days. So before we jump into the podcast, make sure to follow us on Twitter at FPL Rebound. You can also find us on Anchor and Spotify under the name of FPL and Rebound. So let's get straight into today's podcast. So our preview podcast is going to have a standard template of things that we are going to cover. So each week, uh, there will be one or two topics that is most talked about uh, in that particular week amongst the FPL community. It could be a team, it could be a player or a massive captaincy decision that everyone is talking about or a bandwagon uh, option which everyone is jumping on to. So it'll be, we'll have one or two topics. Post that, we'll have, uh, we are going to take a look at the transfer activity that's happening throughout the week. We're going to take a look at a couple of differential picks that I have for this week and probably a shorter term, uh, three to four uh, game weeks where you can consider a differential pick. Then we'll move on to captaincy options. Then I'm going to answer a couple of questions uh, that I've got on the uh, uh, Twitter channel as well as a couple of uh, close buddies who have pinged me. So after that, we are going to run down the transfers that I have made uh, and my own captaincy choice. So with no further ado, let's get started. So the most talked about topic this week in the FPL community is that, uh, is it really time for wildcard already? So wildcard is something, there is no particular uh, one size which which fits everyone. There is no particular time uh, it, it the, the team would ask for it if you ask me so uh, there's no particular time window there's no particular uh, condition that you you should be using it only at this particular game week or the next game week or wh- whatever it is so I generally uh, what I do is that uh, if my team really uh, was in a very bad state for instance uh, at least if there is like six to seven or eight uh, players whom i don't need or probably i i might have to remove or i'm forced to remove whom i don't want they're not performing they're not getting the points that i need either they are injured so the team should ask for that the team should have the reason the right reasons in order to go ahead and hit the uh, wildcard so wildcard is something very very essential uh, you you just get one wild card for the uh, half of the season. In this uh, particular season, it's even more a, a shorter stint. It is going to be only 16 game weeks. Uh, the first 16 game weeks, your first wild card is going to rule out. So having said that, it all depends on uh, each individual's team. So just make sure if your team really needs that change, a massive change, where only a wildcard would fix that, only then probably I would advise anyone to go ahead and hit the wildcard. Having said that, if someone is already on the wildcard, well and good, there's there's nothing wrong. Maybe your initial squad would have been bad or there would have been injuries 
or you want a particular uh, or you probably set up the team in such a way in game week one uh, that you had plans to initially eventually uh, hit the wildcard button in game week two that's fine as well there's no uh, one uh, one straight rule to play this game people play, play it in a different way make sure you set up your team for a longer term because you don't get this opportunity uh, of making a, a massive change complete change free of cost so make sure consider at least you plan uh, set up your team um, for a longer term at least uh, 10 game weeks or something where you are not going to uh, chop and change a couple of options for instance if you are picking uh, the likes of sala or let's say you're picking up bruno fernandes you know that they are going to fetch you consistent points so you are not going to touch them unless until it is required either they are injured or either uh, they are suspended or for whatever reason only then you'll probably be forced so make sure you have those consistent uh, uh, player uh, player who are uh, consistent who can get you points on the longer term also make sure to check their fixtures their form of course it's just one game week uh, uh, into the new season you can't much you can't read much into the form factor but having said that you know that a particular set of uh, team who could perform or probably you have seen that spark in them in the game week one so go ahead and make sure you have a well-balanced squad just uh, go back and check my first podcast how i set up uh, a team uh, eventually before a new season probably that might uh, come in handy if you are on a wild card currently for this particular game week so make sure set up a, a team for the long term if you're not on a wild card make sure to question yourself does it really need a, a wild card to fix this team or can i make it happen with a couple of hits down the line if the answer is yes for a couple of hits go ahead and take those hits there's nothing wrong in taking hits as long as it is justified so make sure uh, to follow these guidelines and make sure you have a pretty good team for the upcoming game week okay so moving on we are going to take a look at the transfer activity uh, this particular game week uh, it's it is a very interesting transfer activity this week as i told we are just into one game uh, we just completed game week one but uh, even before that there's a quite a lot of movement in the uh, transfer market i believe it is all to do with uh, the four teams or rather the two uh, major teams which is manchester city and manchester united who didn't have a game week uh, who didn't have a game in, in game week one so probably uh, people had a placeholder uh, players to bring in uh, players from manchester city or manchester united for that matter so we could see a lot of movement uh, in the transfer uh, transfer market but one thing which uh, many of us have noted down in the last couple of days is that it looks like uh, fpl have decided to price lock uh, the four teams who didn't have a, a game in game week one which is manchester city manchester united aston villa and uh, burnley so none of these players are, have raised, risen in uh, price or they have not dropped in price uh, either so basically the price is locked when a player's price is locked the particular uh, um, team for in, in this instance their price is not going to change at least by the looks of it that is what uh, we could uh, assume at this point of time 
we have uh, bruno fernandes being transferred in nearly by 4 lakh people uh, kdb is being transferred by uh, somewhere close to uh, 3 lakh 70000 people so this sort of a huge transfer in eventually will result in a price rise however having said that they seem to be a price block at, at this point of time so on the transfer transfer out that is where uh, i was little surprised with couple of names for instance a timo werner is being transferred out like anything the numbers are crazy we could see uh, nearly 4 lakh plus people 4 lakh plus fpl managers transferring timo werner out i don't know if they are side shifting to uh, anthony marshall or someone or going for the likes of gabriel jesus uh, from city but timo one of the concern was uh, we could see uh, there was uh, pictures uh, roaming in the social media after the brighton game that he he could be seen with a pack of highs on his knees so uh, probably that is a concern uh, where people take that as an excuse to transfer him out i would say wait for the press conference re- details which will be out in a while i'm recording this by the way i'm recording this on a friday evening uh, 6 pm ist time so at this point of time uh, i i couldn't get any further details the press conference is later in the day so wait for the press conference listen into lampard to understand what is the concern uh, with respect to the post match comments from both from lampard and werner himself it was not a serious injury so i wouldn't be panicking him to uh, chuck him out so make sure to check the press conference if he's okay i think he's he's a long term pick for anyone who is already having him so hold on to him this week it is liverpool at home it's fine you have a longer term uh, picture picture run which looks really good so i would really uh, be happy enough to hold Timo Werner if the press conference is positive and he's ready to play Liverpool. But however, being a non-owner, I'm a little happy because if at all, if there is a price drop, I can get him on a cheaper price. That's uh, that's on the uh, plus side of a non-owner. The other player which I'm surprised is um, Mane. I think Mane had, uh, Mane had a price drop as well. I believe this is uh, another panic or a knee-jerk move many people are doing because you are you're just uh, demotivated with the performance that Salah had and a hat-trick that he had scored. Probably that is swinging away people's mind, uh, chopping him out for another United or a City attacker. Well, the plan is good, but uh, it could be one week it could be Salah, the next week it could be Mane. So if you are doing a very sideways movement i would not advise it make sure to hold on to those picks so that's some of the interesting transfer out that i found out this week couple of interesting transfer ins uh, which is william who had a price increase already william as i told in my review uh, podcast as well william is an interesting player he's primarily proven he's in a very good setup however uh, the immediate medium term fixture doesn't look really good uh, except for this particular uh, game week 2 fixture which, which is at uh, which is with west ham united at home that looks a really good pick but 
having said that the next uh, three to four fixtures uh, are not really uh, good for Arsenal so be be wary about it the next interesting pick is uh, Haynes Rodriguez had a great game uh, against uh, Spurs is medium term or medium to long term fixtures are really good 7.5 million great price point that that is something uh, uh, which is really encouraging people are jumping on the hands Rodriguez. i might have wanted to have him but unfortunately my team structure or uh, the formation that i play would not allow that at this point of time okay so moving on uh, from the transfer activity i have a couple of differential picks that i have selected for this particular game week and to the immediate uh, three or four fixers you can say so starting with it is going to be gabriel jesus uh, 9.5 million with a very minimal ownership of less than two percent at the time of recording this so jesus had a, a great season last year he had 14 goals eight assists and um, he's third best in the total shots for the last season uh, with one not one shots out of which uh, 48 have been on target which is uh, second best in the league next to uh, Mohamed Salah so it's an interesting pick uh, given that there is rumors going around uh, that Aguero is going to be not fit for the first game or probably a couple of games uh, initially so that leaves uh, uh, Manchester City with a only one uh, uh, central forward for them uh, so Gabriel Jesus at 9.5 is an interesting differential do check out uh, their uh, near-term fixers are also really good um, you can consider him uh, for a replacement of Timo Werner in case if there's a negative news about him if his injury is uh, something to be concerned about so moving on to the next uh, differential that I have it is from uh, Manchester United which is Rashford at 9.5 million with a 6% of ownership Rashford is another great player who could turn out to be a differential in the near term uh, uh, 3 to 4 game week uh, period where everyone is going to the likes of uh, Bruno Fernandes at 10.5 if at all if you want to consider uh, an alternate pick or uh, someone who can equally perform as Bruno probably uh, Rashford is your guy uh, with 6% ownership at the time of recording. Uh, it is really a good entry point at this point of time. Moving on to the third pick that I have is Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling is, a, is going to be a great differential uh, for the entire season, I would say, instead of the near term fixtures because everyone is uh, swinging our. Uh, entire interest uh, towards KDB of course he deserves all the uh, uh, attention and all the interest from the FPL managers because his track record has been that good he had a great season last time uh, with 251 points 13 as 13 goals and 23 assists however Raheem Sterling is not too bad uh, with the same price point coming with more goal threat probably little less uh, assist potential uh, compared to uh, KDB 
it'll be a nice alternate way uh, to improve your rankings if you are someone who wanted to go for an um, alternate pick other than kdb you can go with uh, raheem sterling he's a he's a great alternative at this point of time i would say so with that uh, three differential picks for this particular week or uh, in the immediate uh, term will shift our attention uh, to the captaincy options so moving on to the captaincy options we have a runaway winner here or the most obvious captain is going to be uh, obamoyang so obamoyang is facing west ham united uh, where uh, newcastle scored two goals last week on an away match uh, against west ham so an informed arsenal uh, can play better football than newcastle so imagine the potential of obomeyang this particular game week i uh, i believe it is a no brainer and i don't see any other reason why uh, the entire community is moving towards that way having said that if you want to consider couple of other options uh, one is one other option is bruno fernandes at home uh, against crystal palace of course uh, united are coming back this is their first game uh, in the new season is going to uh, take a little while for united to gel across we need to wait and see if they are going to start with where they left off in the last season whether if their playing level is going to be the same or if there is going to be concerns around uh, the likes of greenwood and but having said that they have a pretty good uh, lineup uh, after hearing from the press conference it looks like pogba uh bandy uh, deek and bruno all are fit to start uh, given that rashford and marshall would also uh, might start i think it's nearly to the full of their full strength in on uh, the attacking area so you can pretty much go ahead and trust put your bet on bruno fernandes uh, as your captain couple of other differential options or the uh, other premium options for the likes of sala or timo werner they go head on head is going it could turn out to be a a very tight game with less goals or it could be a, turn out, it could turn out to be a game like what we saw in the last in the fag end of last season where uh, the chelsea versus uh, liverpool encounter had a lot of goals so if you are uh, if you were gut feel says to go with sala or timo werner go ahead not a bad options at all but that would be a risky uh, option i would say uh, given that we have obvious choices sometimes these captaincy choices could be boring you don't want to stick around in the pack but captaincy in this particular uh, game is very important so sometimes you need to find a balance whether to go with the crowd or you want to stand out so the choice is yours but make a very calculative risk each and every week so the other outstanding option uh, uh, that one might consider is Jamie Vardy again who's playing at home uh, uh, against Burnley so Burnley in particular have couple of uh, uh, defensive and midfield issues if you see uh, James Strakowski he's injured he has a toe injury uh, we are not sure the uh, sure about the extent of the injury whether he is going to be fit for this particular game against uh, Leicester there is a uh, an injury for goodmanson i believe he is out for a long term now uh, with an ankle injury last night or or the day before uh, during the efl uh, cup game so uh, they have couple of uh, injury concerns 
with Jamie Vardy on top of his game can topple that or he can topple any team for that matter. Playing at home uh, uh, against Burnley, you can't ask for a better fixture and their first game at home this season. So, Jamie Vardy is one other alternative. So, you can consider him as well. So, now moving on to uh, answer a couple of questions that I've got uh, on the FPL community uh, or on our Twitter channel. So, John asks, uh, thinking of using wildcard uh, to get KDB, Sala and Fernandes in. So, this is something I pretty much covered earlier. As I told, uh, if you are considering to get in the likes of KDB, Sala or Fernandes, if you can do it in a couple of moves, say for example, uh, if you have Aubameyang, you can probably wait until the end of this game week and you can move him out because this next set of four or five fixtures are uh, kind of difficult or facing the uh, top teams. Maybe you can transfer him out, get him the likes of uh, KDB or Bruno Fernandes or Salah for that matter. So it all depends on your team structure. If you want these three uh, for a longer term, that is the only way you are uh, going to play forward. See if you can move that moves in a uh, in a couple of transfer with uh, a few hits probably. If that is something is okay with you, then go ahead and do that. If not, go it for a wild card. That's fine as well. The next question comes from Krishnan. Uh, he asks, I want to bring in uh, a Calvert-Lewin for Kane this game week so that the next game week, so that I can get KDB in the next game week. However, the DCL price increase has caught me off guard. Is it still worth to sacrifice around 0.5 uh, for a few game weeks? Well, yeah, uh, Kane and Spurs, Spurs particularly are not performing that great. The first game was not that great. And their uh, Europa qualifier game was also not looking good. They have four games in the next seven days, which is going to be a very tight schedule for them. They have to rotate. Uh, DCL on the other hand is a very interesting option where their fixtures look good. On on if you ask me, I would definitely recommend that uh, transfer. But if you can just hold on to one game week, give Kane that last option to play this game week against Southampton. Southampton look very dodgy with their defense. You can probably bet Kane to perform on that game and then probably consider moving out DCL and then considering your other moves. Moving on to the next question. Uh, uh, this question comes from uh, Satish. What do you think about uh, Richarlison versus uh, Calvert-Lewin? Do you think Richarlison is worth that 1 million extra? He had so many uh, opportunities uh, than uh, DCL in the first game even though he is playing a reverse OOP over the course of the season do you see Richarlison outscoring DCL uh, well Satish this is a very uh, interesting question and it is on top of many FPL managers in fact I'll add one more name into the list it's going to be Richarlison versus DCL versus Ken Rodriguez. so they are in a very interesting price point 7 or rather 7.1 10.5 and 8 so it's really going to be very tough in picking one out of these three probably at some point in the season we all might have two Everton attackers we never know but 
if you ask me i will still go go ahead and pick gcl and hens rodriguez just for the sake of having that saving that 1 million or 0.5 million because if you look at the upper side uh, of uh, 8 million you have better attackers for for the uh, for instance if you stretch your budget to from 8 million to 8.5 you get the likes of ings or himenas uh, uh, from a uh, even more uh, proven players in the last season you get the likes of that other alternative in that price bracket uh, would be uh, lacazette from arsenal given that he has started the game up front maybe this is going to be his turn around uh, season at arsenal if at all if he stays in the club probably he might also have a good run of games when their fixtures turn so coming back to your question richarlison versus dcl is a very 50 50 option it all depends on the funds that is available in your team go ahead and choose one it's not going to get uh, you are not going to go wrong with that or you can consider hens rodriguez if you want to find a balance somewhere in between and one other important uh, aspect that i want to bring into this particular discussion is that with respect to everton uh, we at this point of time we don't know who's going to be uh, in control of the set pieces particularly penalties the last season it was uh, sigerson who was taking the penalties this season we cannot see sigerson getting uh, regular minutes so we have to wait and see who is going to pick up uh, the penalties if it is going to be one of uh, calvert-lewin or uh, hens rodriguez then it the the entire arguments swings in favor of them uh, against richarlison so that's what i would say go ahead and wait, wait ahead for one more game week uh, to see if uh, you get answers for these and then make a, uh, a call on that okay with respect to questions we are done with that now coming down to uh, my own transfers and uh, captaincy options so this is a very uh, a very funny uh, decision that i made on the night of wednesday so there was all this rumors going around uh, about daily ali being left out for the europa league travel so i was not quite sure what suddenly went wrong with respect to uh, jose marinho and uh, deli ali because when uh, he came in uh, when mourinho came in last season he was having all the praise in the world for deli ali he was a great player he's in my uh, plans and stuff like that so given that he was taken uh, in the first half of last game and there was no need for another rest uh, in the europa game at least that's what i, I assume but we don't know what is what went wrong uh, in between uh, the manager and the player uh, during the half time of last game and uh, looking at the visuals uh, deli ali uh, seems to be not happy with the decision that he was taken off and put on bench at the half time in the last game so con- coupled with that there was a eventual price drop that is coming in for deli ali which i saw uh, on the wednesday night so i took a decision i took him out uh, along with uh, mad dahati so both the spurs player are out i have taken a minus four this week instead i brought in bruno fernandes and a, a familiar defender from leeds just to fill in that slot uh, of dahati he's not going to be starting for me that's fine but i wanted to bruno fernandes to come in anyways so those are my two transfers which i made on wednesday night just because of the price drop uh, uh, 
which is going to uh, happen and eventually uh, the doubts that are lingering around uh, Daily Ali and his future at uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Okay, that's my transfers done. Uh, moving on to my captaincy. I have a couple of options. Uh, I have four options as I told. Aubameyang being the obvious one and my current captaincy is on him. So that is something which most likely won't change unless otherwise there is any other news coming in. My other considerations would be Jamie Vardy and Bruno Fernandes. So uh, with that said, yeah, I think uh, I've pretty much covered everything. So once again, uh, do leave in your uh, comments and feedbacks and suggestions. Before you uh, you move on, make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter at FPL Rebound. Give us a follow on Anchor and Spotify to receive all our regular podcasts. So with that, yeah, I'll see you on the other end of Game Week 2 Review Podcast. Thanks and cheers. All the best for Game Week 2, guys. Thank you.